I'm Trish. And I'm Thaddeus, and you're listening to the Fallen Short Podcast. First Corinthians 6.19 says, Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. For God bought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. So the last couple episodes, we've been talking about purpose. Two episodes ago, it was, we were talking about God created you on purpose and kind of setting some groundwork of what we were going to be continuing to talk about. Last time we talked about how, how Jesus redeemed you for a purpose. And now on this episode, we are talking about how the Holy Spirit fills you with a purpose. So if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, please go back and do so. Hopefully they'll be a blessing to you. But we just want to continue with what we've been talking about the past two episodes. And Thaddeus read that scripture that our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. In Acts where it talks about how Jesus was around for like 40 days after he conquered the grave and he appeared to the apostles and all of that. And it talks about that. But what it talks about in there is how John baptized with water and John even baptized Jesus. But it says that in verse five of Acts one, it says John baptized with water, but in just a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy spirit. And of course the apostles were kind of like, well, what does that this mean? Aren't you, aren't you here to fulfill all these other things like become our king and restore Israel and they're at, you know, because they had a lot of preconceived notions of what it meant to have Jesus as their savior and Jesus as king. But Jesus said to them, the father alone has authority to set the dates and the times, but they are not free to know. And then verse eight says, but you will receive power when the Holy spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. I love that scripture where it talks about how you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. We listen to a song as part of our homeschooling every day that sings this verse. And it's so cool because it just plays in the background of our school day that You'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You will be witnesses to Jerusalem, Judea, and the uttermost parts of the earth. Well, that's where we are right now, right? The uttermost parts of the earth. We're not in Jerusalem or Judea, but of course we're on the earth. We're just in a different part of the earth. But where it says that it's talking about the power that comes on us from the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit empowers us to do awesome things and to fulfill the purpose and the unique call that each of us has on their life. So we've all been created in the image of God, and that is the same for each person. And we all have been bought and redeemed by Jesus. And that is the same for each person. And we're all called to share with others about Jesus and and to share our testimony of how we found salvation. But what makes the Holy Spirit... And its purpose for us so unique is that the Holy Spirit indwells in each of us and comes into each of us when we ask the Lord to be our Savior, when we ask Jesus Christ to be our Lord and Savior, and we ask His Holy Spirit to fill us, His Holy Spirit comes upon us in power, and it empowers us to do work for His kingdom. And in each person, the work you are to do for the Lord Jesus Christ 
is demonstrated differently. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think the, that we're all necessarily called to be a pastor or we're all called to do a podcast or we're all called to be a stay-at-home mother or we're all called to be a missionary to third world countries. There's just, everybody has their own unique calling and everybody has, I mean, we have to figure that out on our own with the help of the Holy Spirit, right? And the Holy Spirit gives us that empowerment to to still do the the things that God wants us to do, do the work, be the hands, right? Do things that meet that calling, right? But without the Holy Spirit indwelling in us, it, it gets to be kind of, it, it's hard, right? Like, what am I supposed to do? I don't know. And, and you just, I'll try this. Oh, nope. I don't like that. Let me try this. And, and a lot of times, I'm not saying that doesn't happen to you, even if you are a believer and filled with the Holy Spirit, you're still going to be testing things. But without the Holy Spirit, I think of, you know, just the wandering in the desert, right? And not, not being able to, to, to hear God and listen to God and things like that. And I know we get wrapped up, you know, and I think we'll talk about this a little later on, you know, with when people think about being filled with the Holy Spirit and, and what that means. And that's, you know, it means a lot of different things. It's not just like the speaking in tongues part. Ephesians 4 verse 5 reads, There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism. God and Father of all, who is over all, in all, living through all. However, he has given each one of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. That is why the scriptures say, when he ascended in, into the highest, he led crowds of captives and gave gifts to his people. So that's kind of just reiterating what we just read out of Acts 1, that when, the, when Jesus Christ died for us, he ascended on high, he gave the crowd of people gifts he gave them the holy spirit and then in verse 11 it goes on to read now these are the gifts christ gives to the church he gives the apostles the prophets the evangelists and the pastors and the teachers so that's talking about the fivefold ministry that's talking about the five more evident gifts that we see in the church right verse 12 says their responsibility is to equip god's people to do his work and build up the church the body of christ and again those are the gifts that Christ gave to the church. And we're, again, we're not all going to be called to be apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers. We're not all going to be called to do that. We're not all called to, to be a part of the, you know, the church as like the entity of being a part of the church. However, you could argue that we are still called to be a part of the church in not the physical sense, but the church family and still called to be some of us are called to be evangelists, even though it's not like the way that you think of an evangelist, mm -hmm. right? And you in your everyday life sharing, we're all, sharing we're all technically, right? Right. Called to evangelize a lot. But I think we get, you know, people read that and get wrapped but there's up definitely into <laughs> the terminology. Right. Like Billy Graham. <laughs> right. right. Just an extreme example of that. Right. When we read these passages and we, and we evaluate, you know, what it means and we have to really think about it and not just take it for face value necessarily, because in our society, the way that some of these terms have been thrown around, they get this 
I don't want to say stigma, but they get this this uh, definition around them that it's like, well, I I can't be that when you really can, right? And even like I said before, the, the you know being filled with the Holy Spirit, I know I had preconceived notions growing up that that just meant uh, you know being filled with the Holy Spirit, and all of a sudden I'm going to start speaking in tongues, and and there's going to be people that are going to be falling over and having little seizures on the floor and things like that. And that, that could be a totally another topic, but it, we have these preconceived notions of what it means to be filled with the Holy spirit. And we have these preconceived notions of, I can't do that because I'm not capable of being a teacher. You think back to like Moses and Aaron, right? Well, and that's what's so cool when you go on to read in Ephesians 4. It talks about how we're all the body of Christ and we all have our unique giftings and we're supposed to function together as the body of Christ. And no one person would have every single gift in full operation, especially all the time. You might function more in one season of your life in a certain way and then in another season of your life in a different way because you're where you're at requires something different of you and kind of the Holy Spirit works in you to help you meet the needs of what is around you and the world around you. Just go and read Ephesians 4 and go and read Romans 8 if you want to know more about the gifts of the Holy Spirit because both of them just dive so much into that. We're paraphrasing a lot of this and we're, you know, cherry picking it way too much to really do it justice because this is a very intense thing to study. And honestly, I've been learning about the Holy Spirit my whole life and got filled with the Holy Spirit when I was a teenager and received spiritual gifts. And yet I still, no matter how much I've tried to understand and comprehend and take in what the Holy Spirit is and who he is to me and in my life, I still don't understand it fully. And I don't know if anybody ever really can. It's just one of those attributes of God that we are spending our whole life trying to learn about and trying to learn how to have an operation within us. Yet it's so complex, but yet it's so simple all at the same time, because really the simpleness of it is that the Holy Spirit indwells us and the Holy Spirit flows out of us into the world around us. And so we use the gifts, however different they may be, one from another, and we operate in a way that we can seek and save the lost we can worship the Lord kind of we like we talked about in the previous weeks. Those are the reasons we're created. And so the gifts that are within us help us to fulfill worshiping the Lord and help us to fulfill our service to the Lord and help us to reach the last. And like Trish said, she's been learning a lot about what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit over a course of many years. And I'm in the same boat and I'm still learning of like, what does that mean? How... How do I how do I see it in my own life? How do I see it, it, it expressed through others? What it comes down to for me over the years, when I've been met with the decision of should I continue doing something? Should I be moving on to the next thing? Should I apply for this job? Should I quit a job? Should I ask Trish to marry me, etc. All those things over the years. I try to take to God in prayer and you don't always get a crystal clear answer, right? We don't all necessarily hear an audible response back or a 
or go outside and see a burning bush or anything like that, right? That we read about in the Bible. I'm not saying that doesn't happen because I, I've definitely heard of people in our day and age that have feel they've heard an audible voice of God. It's that listening to your inner self, listening for, you know, listening and, and kind of understanding like a feeling and, and really when you feel something is an answer or at least a direction to go to really have the, the peace in your heart that it is the Holy spirit talking to you. And, and it's a struggle. It, it really is because sometimes it might not be the Holy spirit talking to you. Maybe it's, it's just what you want versus what, you should be doing right it could be the enemy talking to you but you need to you need to be in prayer with it and you need to also seek counsel about it good counsel wise counsel and and then trust what you are hearing and what you're feeling in response to those questions because when it's something that's right again thinking back to asking trish to marry me I knew way before that I wanted to marry her, right? And I probably waited way too long to ask her to marry me. Yeah, you did. But it's those moments of being sure about something and and trusting that, okay, this is what your plan is for me, God. I need to trust that that your your will is being done here. And I think about in previous instances with bands that I was in where I wanted to push through and do things because it was cool and maybe we could be successful, but it didn't feel right for the things that were happening at the time where I had to step away. Various different reasons. So, I mean, just really seeking God and praying about it and listening to the Holy Spirit of like, nope, this isn't your purpose right now. So making those decisions and trying to to pray about them and seek wise counsel and really going back to Romans 12, where it talks, you know, let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him, right? Yeah, last episode, we really hit hard on Romans 12, but we didn't dive as, we just kind of dipped our toes into it, but we hit hard what we wanted to out of Romans 12, but we, we want to go deeper into that this episode. And Romans 12, verse 4, let's pick up there. It says, Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with the body of Christ. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God gave us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have the gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with a genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard to serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. So just in reading that of Romans 12, we read through several different gifts 
hospitality, leadership, kindness, giving, encouraging, prophecy teacher, serving so many different gifts of the Holy Spirit. So many gifts that are within us that aren't maybe always our natural inclination, but it's when that Holy Spirit's within us that helps us to carry out kindness when we don't want to be kind. Or a huge one, serving others, thinking of others higher than ourselves when maybe that isn't who we would be naturally. We're probably, if you're like me, a very selfish person naturally. So when I serve others, I know that's the Holy Spirit operating within me and leading me to do so. First Peter 4, 10 says the same. It says, God has given you each a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. So it's a variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it all to the strength and the energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. So that goes back to what we talked about in our first episode of Purpose, where we're created to bring glory to God. That is our initial intent when God created humans, we're created in his image. We're created to worship him and bring glory to him. So we've talked about all these different spiritual gifts, and we haven't really honed in and focused on one particular gift that the Holy Spirit gives you. We're talking more in a blanketed sort of way. We're casting a net, if you will, of, hey, the Holy Spirit comes on you and it empowers you to do your purpose. It empowers you to fulfill the call that God has on your life and the reason why you were created. And what does that look like for each of you individually? I can't sit here and tell you over the microphone. And even if I was face to face with you, that is not my place to tell you. Even if maybe I can look at you and say, hey, that person, God is really working in them to do this. It doesn't mean that's necessarily a human's place to reveal that to somebody. It's definitely the gift of the spirit to be at operation inside each of us to reveal to us what our gifts are. And so when you're seeking out what is my purpose and why am I created? The best place to start is asking God. And the Matthew 7 talks about ask, seek, and knock. Go to God and ask him and keep asking him. And maybe you get a little inkling of what it is that God has for you seek that out and then maybe you seek it out and you find a little a little door you can knock on because it's like a gateway into your gifting then knock on that and keep trying to hone in and figure out why you're created and every little glimpse of of your gift open it up and knock on it and and call out to God and ask God hey God you know, show me, I'm a slow learner. Help me, help me with this. God help show, show me why you created me. And I think for me, well, I would say a huge thing for me has been putting aside all my preconceived notions of what I thought I was created to do and asking God to um, renew my understanding more so as to what he's called me to be rather than maybe what I've always thought I was created to be, if that makes any sense. Well, yeah, I think that makes sense. As a teenager, I thought when I graduate high school, I'm going to go to this Bible college and I'm going to be a youth pastor because I thought that would be a good Christian thing to do. And, you know, I don't don't think I could be a real pastor, air quotes, real pastor. I think I could work with youth, right? 
because I had a good experience in, in youth group, various youth groups, even though I had one home church, I, I participated in various youth groups and I thought well, that'd be a good Christian thing to do. And then as it got closer to that time, I'm like, I'm only thinking I'm going to do this because I think it would be a good Christian thing to do. And it's not really what my purpose is. Now, down the down the road many years later, I mean, not many, but a handful of years later, you know, I was, Trish and I were involved in a young adult ministry. It wasn't youth ministry by the book by, by any means, but it was something that we did that wasn't this cookie cutter thing that I thought I was going to do. And I'm not a public speaker and now I'm doing a podcast, you know, like there's just all these different layers of don't get wrapped up into a preconceived thing of this A equals B when really A could equal X, right? You're like an onion before God and he peels back your layers and it causes you to cry a little bit and there might be pain and tears as you try to figure out those layers that what is below the surface, right? And just that peeling back. I've seen that so much in your life. When I look at you, I've seen God remove what it is that maybe you thought and then reveal another layer. And then maybe you thought that that layer was like the height of it. Then he removes that layer. And then and it's obviously easy as an onlooker to see how God has done that in you. And But I can see that in myself too, how God has slowly removed those layers of the onion. And, and through those removing of the layers and peeling back, it's been hurtful and, and it's been hard and painful, but it's that ask, seek and knock. It's that going up and, and saying, hey, hey, God, where what is my gift? Where is my gift? And what am I created to do for you? I'm created to bring you glory. I get that. So how is that supposed to be carried out in my life? And I think it's important. Trish and I, we've both been believers for a long time. I was born again and then I was born. You, you know, it, we both grew up in the church and we both got some preconceived notions just from things we, we taught and as young, you know, children, right? And as we've grown... We've had, we, again, like Trish was saying, we've peeled back layers, right? And and I think we're continuing to grow in our late 30s now, right? We're still continuing to grow. And we're still continuing to find the purpose that is the Holy Spirit is filling in us. And that can change. It's totally changing. You know, all the time. Yeah. And, and, it, and we're not, neither one of us, I would consider theologians right we're we're doing this podcast and we're trying to be as real as we can and not oh, we're be, theologians <laughs> we're totally and not and we're not telling you like this is exactly what it is and this is exactly what you have to do i mean honestly to me the biggest thing about this is asking god like trish was saying about you know matthew 7 you know ask seek knock continue to ask, ask the Lord. will be given to you right right Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. But it's, so keep asking yeah. and and seek. I mean, not just. Have you ever played a really hard game of hide and go seek? But not even <laughs> just like looking for something to do, but looking in the word, right? Of yeah, looking good. for those answers in the word. They're not going to be the the exact answer, but they're going to help. It's going to help you along the way, right? And God will illuminate as you're reading scriptures what the Holy Spirit does inside of you is it brings those things out that help draw that well out of you of you that is the reason why you're created. And there's certain parts of scriptures that might stir you more than others. And you can write them down in a journal and remember them. 
a huge part of me wants to dive so much more into the Holy Spirit and talk more about each of these gifts on an individual level. However, I don't know if that's where the Lord is bringing us next. And so I'm not sure if that's what we're going to be doing or not. But I have such a passion and a desire to tell others about the Holy Spirit and how awesome it is and can be in your life. And especially when you allow the Holy Spirit to be in operation in your daily life rather than quenching the Holy Spirit in your life. So I'm not sure what our future podcasts have in store. I do know that we have something really exciting coming up this weekend, right, Thaddeus? Yeah, so if you've enjoyed this, please go back. I mean, honestly, I know we said it at the beginning, but if you didn't listen to the last two episodes, go back and listen to those, and then maybe listen to this one again to to hopefully it it ties it all together. Uh, That being said, if you have enjoyed it at all please share it with your friends please let us know you can leave a comment on our website you could shoot us an email at info at fallen short podcast.com share the podcast again if you could like it depending on the platform you are on or if you could give give a review it does help and that being said we're trying to and and i'm saying trying but we're, we've probably failed to utilize social media better and we've said this before, we need to be better about it. Uh, one platform that we've pretty much ignored has been Facebook. Uh, but tomorrow... We've ignored every platform <laughs> pretty yeah. well. We need to get better at it. But we appreciate you guys helping share because that's huge. It helps grow our listenership for sure. But tomorrow, uh, on October 22nd, at uh, we'll say about 8 p.m. Central... Trish and I are going to do something live on Facebook. Okay. So if you're listening to this today, Thursday, October 21st, 2021, you can mark your calendar for tomorrow, 8 PM central. If you are listening to this, you know, down the road in the future, I'm sure the video will live on. Okay. We'll see. (laughs) But we are going to uh, do a live video on Facebook. It's not going to be the podcast format. Uh, this episode right now is episode 50, which might not be Woo! a huge deal. It's especially, a huge deal. We've done 50 episodes. It's okay? such a huge deal to us. So we're going to do something to celebrate. And it's not going to be a typical celebration. Trish and I, yes, both of us, are going to do the Pocky One Chip Challenge. Okay. So if you don't know what that is, I mean, you could you could Google it, YouTube it, whatever. But essentially, it's it's one chip that is super spicy. And the goal, the minimum, is to eat it, swallow it, and not eat or drink anything else for at least five minutes. So we will we'll be on our Facebook. And if you want to, you know, chat and ask us some questions, we could try to do a little Q&A while we're, while we're burning. Yes, but please I, I mean, keep us company. <laughs> I, keep the questions to you know not not deep dive uh you know theological questions because i don't know how uh straight our thoughts are going to be okay but we're gonna do something fun and if no one joins us no one joins us whatever that's fine it'll live on have... internet history for for as long as you know the internet exists and just to tie in with this episode we're gonna have tons of fire <laughs> so you don't even know what to say to that do you I guess no so. no <laughs> so again If you're listening to this today, October 21st, the day this episode released, tomorrow, 8 p.m. Central, 
October 22nd. Find our Facebook and we will be live. If you don't have Facebook, look for some other links from us because uh, I do have other ways that we can get the live video to you. So that being said, until next time, I'm Thaddeus. And I'm Trish and we love you guys. Are you currently doing your own podcast or maybe you're aspiring? If you are, we'd like to encourage you to check out Blueberry Podcasting for all of your hosting needs. We use Blueberry today and let me tell you, it's it's real slick. Uh, works with our website just fine on a plugin. So if you use our code, you get your first month free. So you can go ahead and click that affiliate image link on our website and get started with your podcast.